0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and beer heals all things, save jealousy.
1: <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week, this day, whatever the fuck it is, we are reading more of the Booker shortlist uh, for 2022 by following up with now Treacle Walker by Alan Garner, and starting with a beer. The book, the man, Alan Garner, is from, apparently a lot of his books take place in, in like, Cheshire or something in like that part of England. Where the cat's from? But I believe so, yeah. Uh, that's a big part because a lot of his books have biographical shit. And that's the northern part of Britain. I looked at a map to confirm that. I guessed it was because I was going to use a spear either way. But it mm-hmm. is fur- it's fairly north. And nothing makes any fucking sense in this book because they speak in gibberish. It's almost like it's in a Highlands Haze uh, <laughs> that has fallen on the novel. And Highlands Haze is an IPA from a new brewery for us. This is from two, not two roads and the logo does look very similar. This is from Two Way Brewing Company. <laughs> Bisexual Brewers. Um, Two Way Brewing Company, which is in Beacon, New York. I was just there over the weekend visiting superfan Eli, which is where he uh, was hanging out, because he lives there, and he was <laughs> <laughs> hanging out all the time. <laughs> and when I was like, he was like, you know, I saw literally on the corner where he parked, it was a, there was a sign that Fresh beer or brewery or something. I was like, how did he not tell me there's a brewery across the street? Why am I even going to his house? <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I was like, oh, he's got a child. But yeah, this is a fine IPA. He says that he, uh, Eli says he has to pass by that brewer on his way to the train. So it's really, uh, he, he makes a lot of visits. So yeah, Highlands Hayes. So Treagle Walker is, have we looked up lately, what are the fucking Booker betting odds this year? Is it still in the it's, lead? It's still either number one it's or in the lead, number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is like literally Eat the lead. Dick. It's the nine to two favorite. Jesus, I don't know what that means. Nine but to wrong. two. That's that's that, pretty good. That,
0: that's that means that's it's very
2: good. That's very good odds. Yeah.
0: Heavily favored to at least make the short list.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so, odds so, to make the short list, not to win.
0: Well,
1: it's to win. I mean, I mean, I think that's
2: fucking ridiculous. It but, is
1: right now. The current odds yet to make the uh, favorite to win is this. There, are, there's, this is tied with maps of our spectacular bodies right now. Five to one. They're two six to one. I didn't know that we publish those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there's a couple. And then the, the one that we already did, small things like these, is 12 to 1, so good good on us. Uh, and the other one that we are going to do and did, because time doesn't exist, as I learned in this book, Oh, William is 6 to 1 odds. So okay. very high. And it shouldn't. It's stupid. This award is garbage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so every day I, uh, I did a bunch humanity. of research. A that doesn't bunch. mean I know what the book is about, but I did do a bunch of research, and Alan Gardner... Gardner? No, Garner. Is Garner. a beloved author in England. And my, like, feeling is, because the pe- people in England really love this guy because he wrote a bunch of children's sort of, like, fantasy novels with a bunch of mythology in them. And yeah, even he, he, back in the 60s, like, you know, he's he, he influenced, he <laughs> influenced, like, the whole generation of British, you know, people, but also especially authors, especially authors like... Neil Gaiman, of which this story has the exact same sort of, like, general plot as really, like, every Neil Gaiman story also. And so he's very, very influential and well-loved. So I haven't looked at who are the Booker judges, but I bet they're all British. <laughs> and I feel like in, in one of the, like, reviews that I read, you know, the guy was talking to... Guy or woman, sorry. Wait, I should look at that. This is from The, the Guardian. Entity. The bog dweller. Alex Preston It's a guy. Okay, probably. Uh, anyway, so they were talking to these two other authors who I think are American, and they were like, who? Don't know that guy. So anyway, I think you kind of have to be British, which is why this is so so heavily favored. Do you think that this
2: is like when Kanye put out that Poopity Scoop song, and everyone's like, he's a genius.
1: This must mean something. I don't know what song that is, but I can't wait to Google it's it. not later. every song. Oh, no.
0: Oh, okay. burn. Oh, i sorry. I really son. never listened to it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Look up Poopity Scoop later. You'll see. So was that like a troll song? I don't know. I don't like, know. The, from my brief look, it looks like most of the judges are. In the UK,
0: but that's that's why. That's, anyway, that's why so they're wrong? That's the, why they're incorrect
1: court advantage.
0: So the basic plot <laughs> is actually just like, or sort of in its overall very like general structure, is really just like Ocean at the End of the Lane and American Gods, where there's like a person who's a regular person, and there's a magical realm space thing that they don't know about, and then a person has to be their guide to like encountering. The magic and then in the magical realm there's some quest or something that has or some wrong that has to be righted or you know something has to be finally resolved for the book to end and it's really just like ocean at the end of the lane and, and a number of other very similar books except this one is fucking weirder <laughs> and way more confusing for me this was i literally it, it's the kind of book where you know on page one you're like i have no idea what this is, but I'm going to keep reading until I start figuring it out. And I made it all the way to the last page, and still was barely any better. Like, barely any better. So then I really did, I started to look it up, like, what is this? Why the fuck do people like this? And then I started to get some, like, thoughts on what it's about, and so then I really went on my iPad and went back to page one and started it again. Luckily, it is a short book.
1: Yeah, I, when I... We're planning, it's like, oh, it's 150 pages. This must be like 46 actual pages. It is really short. You know, yeah. like in the ebook format, it's like eight locations or whatever. But I feel like when they printed it, it must be just huge gaps. <laughs> or, or there's one sentence a page. And like meditate on this for a while. Maybe you'll get somewhere. <laughs> Nate, did you count it twice on Goodreads? You know, I haven't put it on Goodreads
0: yet. <laughs> but I'm fucking going to. <laughs> Because I actually put put the work in. I actually put the work in and read it. And it did make a little bit more sense the second time.
1: Or did it just make less unsense? (laughs) That's a better (laughs) way to
2: say it, yes. Three hundred and sixty-four on birthdays.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So okay, the main character is Joe and Joe Coppafield or something like that, right? Joe Coppa. Topic. One of the reviews said Joe was a child, but I don't actually think so. Well, I I think that's he incorrect. lives by himself. I thought he was. I thought I the mean, sense he, he was comics. a kid
1: because he's like reads comics, but he also like has a lazy eye. with an eye patch! Like that seems like a sort of thing, like an old old timey solution for a children's malady. You know,
0: like yeah, I guess could be. Anyway, <laughs> it's so like, the thing
1: about, like your ch- one eye's not working well, so put an eye patch on the good eye. That'll help. It's like. You have a limp. You're like favoring that leg. So, let's put a cast on the good leg and that'll teach that leg to work better. Forced evolution. Well, this is that's like 1950s medicine and this guy was, you know, already an adult in the 1950s. So,
0: <laughs> very first line ragbone ragbone, any rags, pots for rags, donkey stone. And it doesn't get better from there. That's the most sense the
1: book makes. <laughs> but I think in the in the NATO alphabet that says that spells something like ragbone, bone, it, it They're coordinates or something. It must mean something.
2: <laughs> this is all a conspiracy book. Uh, yes, he's trying to show about us about the, the flat uh, earth, the fountain of youth is or something, <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, what's it called, the fucking. It's
1: a pizza gate book. The, it's
2: the, the Jesus Cup, whatever it's called. The Holy Grail. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I forget what it's called, but yeah. I think the Jesus
1: Cup Cup is an annual race at the Vatican.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Joe, he's not the person who's saying that, but he is hearing it. So Joe is just, I guess he's a kid. He's reading his comic, and he hears that. He's also watching for the train to go by, the train that goes by at noon every day. So he calls it Noonie. And that's the only way he can tell time at all, is by the train going by. These damn kids these days. So, which leads to my question: If the train went by a different time, how would he know? Time is he wouldn't. Human construct anyway. Supposedly, it's a f- this I
1: believe it's a f- If it's in uh, terms of shapes, it's a two-dimensional orb. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the person saying "ragbone," the the <laughs> rag and bone man, who I had to look up what that was because I wasn't sure. Uh, And apparently, donkey stone is actually a thing. I had to look that up, too. That's a terrible affliction. When you eat too much donkey meat. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: when your donkey has kidney stones, obviously. (laughs) That's like a donkey stone. If you chew on them, you get lots of protein.
0: (laughs) So the the guy, the, the rag and bone man says, any rags, pots for rags, donkey stone. And Joe is like, I've got stuff for you. So he gets old pajamas and the shoulder blade bone called scapula of a lamb and brings it to him and says here you go and the guys like okay great now you can pick one of my treasures from the cart and so joe does and do. <laughs> he's also like in the thing he And he's like, something has my name on. I'm already only on page two, and I'm already (laughs) confused about what's what's happening. But basically, he picks this magical thing and puts it in his eye, and now he's got one eye called the good one or the bad. Basically, he can see into like the magical world with one of his eyes. His one eye sees magical things, and the other one just sees like normal, boring, everyday life. That one's called the brown eye. And the man that, like, gave him the stuff, the rag and bone man, is the eponymous treacle tart. No, treacle walker is his name. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently, treacle was a word for, like, medicine or something like that before it got used in the name of a British
1: dessert. But doesn't doesn't treacle walker sound like the British form of, like, a pimp's name? Like... (laughs) Honey Bear. Remember that guy? Who was he in? Um, Honey Bear. From Starsky and Hutch. This Honey Bear was the pimp, the yeah. obvious pimp. And like, Treacle Walker's clearly the British version of that. It's like, I do say strumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I shall have to smack a hoe. <laughs> and that's what I feel like. Uh, that's, My I was pimp really possesses to. a great deal of fortitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he has a special eye now.
0: Yeah, he so he has a special eye, and he's and like, "If you're wow, lost, oh. this is weird." Oh my god, I am. I really read it twice, and I'm struggling to even describe
1: it. He meets the bum bog man, who's like an ancient bog body Does that comes alive. That he's yeah, like, I, so, I have
0: to stay moist. So <laughs> Joe is also looking for the cuckoo bird. Is one of his hobbies. You, Are you know trying to
2: say cuckoo cuckoo
0: well, yes it's spelt cuckoo <laughs> it, it, i wasn't yeah, sure it's if cuckoo. It,
2: the cuckoo bird likes it when the other birds watch while they fuck his wife
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep yep that, that's 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 true <laughs> he talks to uh treacle walker and doesn't really say anything, but yet he's like both outside and then he like disappears and then he's like not outside and then he comes back again. that sums up again, the book. And there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> That's barking barely any treacle. And, it, and also the language is very strange. Like, Oh, I have... It was like a what? Hurlo thrumbo of winter, said the man. That's a lumberhommock of night. Nothing more. That's like... Oh, really? That, that explains it. Yep. It's like if Roald
1: Dahl had a
2: mouthful of old meatball sandwiches and was trying to write with his mouth.
1: And he was fucking strung out on bath salts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that reminds me of my beer. This is from Evil Twin, and it is called The Sour Adaptation of Root and Branches, The Nomadic Approach to Reinventing the Wheel. With great, that, care. I think that's a sentence in the book. Yeah, I think it is that. Rude with great, evil twin NYC. And it is a 100 monkeys will write that sour double IPA for one award winning author. Peach, doesn't take a sour difference. double IPA. This is a sour double, a I pa- a double IPA with peach passion fruit, coconut, that? vanilla, and milk sugar. Can you have a sour
2: IPA? I thought there were different things.
1: No, they exist. Yeah, yeah. evil twin certainly makes it a fair share of
0: them, oh. and it is very tart. And it's the passion fruit, maybe also the peach. I guess like it it really like if you take all the sugar out of a peach flavor, it's actually pretty tart. But it's really mostly you just get passion fruit, coconut, and vanilla. Like not really. Is it treacle? I won't. Don't exactly know what treacle is supposed to taste taste like. It's like
2: molasses. Uncrystallized syrup made during the refining of sugar.
1: It's fucking molasses.
2: Yeah, black treacle is similar to
1: molasses. There's other ones. Uh, they didn't really say the race of anybody, but... Um, they didn't know. You know, and also, he says a lot of gibberish. So Hurla Thrumbo, by the way, was is a... I did look this up. I was like, is that a real word? That looks like a fun word. It's Dalton Trumbo's daughter. <laughs> it's... It is... It's actually the name of a play from the 1700s that was a, like, nonsense gibberish play. Mm. That, for a second, I was like, this would be a good punishment book. And I was like, I don't want to read that either. So... <laughs> we <laughs> but, just did. Uh, yeah, but... Like a slight, a more famous one. I so here, guys, want to read hurlo thrombo? Sounds like an affliction that when you have an erection for more than four hours. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of other gibberish. My thrombo's a hurling. <laughs> that's, that's what they say in the in the highlands. Uh, but he says lots of other gibberish words. And uh That could be one of the gibberish words they say, right? Yeah, I've been holding on to this beer for like two fucking years, trying to find a way to drink it. You could never find something for sasaminaj. I'm so you, surprised. You didn't,
0: you didn't use that for uh <laughs> <laughs> for what?
1: yeah, where, where yeah where sassanach,
0: this have... what was that? Oh, uh... uh,
1: <laughs> Well you know what? I I originally I was trying to be a little more culturally sensitive because sasaminash is like, like Algonquin word for for fucking cranberry or something. Mm. Um and I said, Fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. This is a bourbon barrel aged imperial cranberry stout. From Burlington uh, Brewing Company, Burlington Beer Company. That's twelve percent alcohol. I want that cranberry. Though you know, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's in there. Yeah. Nothing like cranberries and bourbon. (laughs) It really—it smells like ash and cranberry. Like somebody put out a cigarette in the cranberry sauce because no one else fucking eats it anyway on Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's not bad. When I first had it, the cranberry was like, "Ugh." Um, That's mellowed out. But it's really, I don't get a lot of bourbon. I get a lot of just smoky flavor. Hence, I was able to hold on to the can for two years. Mm. So Burlington so Beer Company are soon to be sponsors. Uh, <laughs> which we say in terms of real sponsors, these beers are brought to us in all times by our... Outlander. Zip.
0: That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: by our supporters over at patreon uh if you want to support the podcast you can go over to patreon.com slash drunk guys book club and get all sorts of shit like uh early access to episodes so it could feel like you're in two different times at once um get merch uh exclusive content get your name shouted out vote in our book pull all sorts of crap head over there if you want to support the podcast or just leave a review and just round up to five stars um because it really costs you nothing to do that yeah so don't be a dick thanks (laughs) Or tell the rag and bone man in your neighborhood to listen to it. Speaking of bone and man,
2: uh, <laughs> he also gets a jar full of shit at some point. I don't remember what it is or why, because <laughs> it doesn't make any
1: goddamn sense. It may have been a jar of shit. It's a jar of, <laughs> of feces. Like, oh, or,
2: you have chosen well. <laughs>
1: like, like, Could can can you hold on to this for me? It's still warm. I mean, that's like a fair
2: trade for an old bone he found in his room. Yeah, it's like he's also homeless.
1: <laughs> like he's also just living in squalor. Well, he's eating lamb. You know, lamb's not cheap. <laughs> lamb? Back in the day, lamb was the cheaper, uh, at least in the States, I don't know if the UK, that lamb was mm. the cheaper red meat you could purchase. It's so good. Uh, from my dad saying when they grew up poor, he's like, we only had lamb. Like Beef was like a little special thing. So, I don't know. That's where the question, where's the beef comes from? It's true, yes. it was. It's why Wendy's or of the <laughs> Burger King, one of them did that, right? So, uh, then
2: he goes, in the most important scene of the book, For My Beer, he goes
1: (laughs) to the eye doctor.
2: What what happens there? Do you guys remember?
1: He does an eye exam and the doctor does the same shit. He's like, what's better, number one or number two? They're the same? Is one just clearer and more profound? Or are they better? You're like, what the fuck
2: is the difference? Well, his eye is working pretty good because he's seeing a lot of tiny S's. (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck it's foaming why he sees a bunch of he sees a bunch of tiny s's uh this is from prairie artisan ales and it's called tiny s's and it's a sour ale with orange peel lemon peel lime candy (laughs) (laughs) certified colors titanium dioxide and FD6C yellow Nuts.
1: number five.
2: What the fuck? Okay, whatever.
1: Oh, my God. Follow your rule. Take another sip. You look like you enjoyed it. It's so fucking sweet. I Googled it, not because I know any fun chemistry, but titanium dioxide is a common
0: food coloring agent. It's also what makes white paint white. I can't get oh, I, I thought that was
1: though. supremacy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: This does taste like candy. Oh, you know what it is? Uh, Titanium dioxide, apparently, or maybe there's a lawsuit that that was what was in Skittles. There's some sort of class action lawsuit. Mm. So maybe that maybe that lengthy thing there, baby, or something. Well, perhaps you don't need to have regular size arms, but maybe (laughs) the um, that long description is just they didn't want to actually write Skittles, so they just described it.
2: Oh, it's called tiny s's.
1: That makes yeah. Cracked it open. Okay,
2: and in the. uh, In the picture, it's a a microscope looking in on the beer, and it's a bunch of those, like, S's you draw as a kid. Oh, man,
1: those are fun, yeah. Yeah. Nate, maybe you made a lithograph. (laughs) (laughs) He carved it on a cave wall. (laughs) Next to a bison or some shit.
2: (laughs) This ancient symbol. I could send a whole Dan Brown book about this. (laughs)
1: Um and anything you know but talk it's, about this book. So
2: it's honestly it's it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not beer. This isn't beer. This is just fucking juice. I couldn't drink a lot of it, but um, what I have of it, I love. But it is wildly sweet. This is sweeter than most soda.
1: <laughs> mm,
2: what wow. Can you? That means everything that it just poured all over is going to be so sticky. But <clears throat> I don't care. I still love it. Not like this fucking book.
0: So Joe goes to the optometrist And he like does Sets him up in the like little eye exam thing And he does one eye And he's like can you read the lines And then he does the other eye And he's like oh yeah I can read a lot of lines With this eye And he starts naming stuff off And the optometrist is like Dude those aren't there You're reading all of this stuff that's not there It's like yes it is Yes it definitely is It's like write it down Write down what you see with each eye and compare them. In one eye, clearly, like, all this extra stuff. Tons of extra letters. Which you find out later, actually spell something, but in Latin. So you don't find was, that out until later. This then.
1: book sucks ass. <laughs> it
2: was one long Welsh word for donut.
1: <laughs> well, they, Welsh does that sh- the thing of, like, just chaining adjectives onto the end of a word and pretending mm. it's a new word. So it's like... The town on not the first hill you pass, but the second hill on the left where there's often a cow, and be <laughs> careful not to step in the shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Berg. Or whatever. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he goes to the eye doctor, and he fails the eye test. The doctor's like, normally you can't fail, you could just do better. And he's like, no, you failed that. <laughs> you have one just straight up, you know, demonic eye. Um, and one eye that seems to be it's 20, 20, 25, <laughs> You might need prescriptions down the line. <laughs> and you're not colorblind. Okay, see you later. Shouldn't have poured all that liquid cocaine into your eye. Your insurance still only covers the frames. Uh, <laughs> so We didn't really talk about the bog guy, and I'm trying to find his stupid name. Wasn't it... Um, Thin Amrin? Thin Amrin, yeah. Which yeah. is what I call my penis. And <laughs> Thin Amrin is a... Is a <laughs> 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 He's... Uh, That's a really weird name, to be honest. I I was really, you know know how shocked I was to read it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? Who has my wife been talking to? Uh, She doesn't read books. But then Amaranth is this bog guy. And there are a whole bunch of those in England of just like, I I got the impression it was like one of those ancient bog bodies that they find that's like preserved. You know? I heard
2: of one that they found in Ireland, in a bog, and they determined it was probably a king of some kind because they had cut off his nipples.
1: Yeah, there was a thing about nipples. Because, like,
2: when um, in the olden times, a way of, like, showing your loyalty to the king was to suck on his nipples.
1: (laughs) I've heard that... that, I I don't know if that's a myth or a a real... Like, that could... It strikes me as potentially the sort of shit... A British person made up in like seventeen ten. Like Gerald
2: of Wales wrote about Ireland in his book of like these people are savages. It's
1: like they fucking, you know, sucked his nipples, and and that's that's how they elected him.
0: So <laughs> has <laughs> got the best nipples. Let, led
2: to the reign of uh, King Dinner Plate Carmuck <laughs> <Karmak laughs> Thick Nips Magala <Haiti>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this Lord
0: Droopy was High and dethroned. pointy king of Ireland.
1: <laughs> yes, and
0: perks mix <laughs> But they still wouldn't elect a woman. <laughs> no. Well,
1: because then there just would be no no uh governing getting done. Everyone's like, I must show my obedience to the, third, <laughs> the queen. <laughs> Let me at them. <laughs> All right, yes. Okay, that's good. No, no, no. I must really... I really must show how much I, I appreciate your leadership. And they say in motorboating, this is a true <laughs> sign of respect. Who are we to judge their ways?
0: <laughs> yeah, your broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> okay, so he goes out to the the bog, and there's this naked old man, He's completely naked except he's wearing like this leather like hood thing, not and... over his
2: head on his shoulders. <laughs> it's like one of those 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 caps they put on a, a hawk when it lands on your arm to keep it docile.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then a bunch of stupid bullshit happens, and he says like I need and he's like I need this. Why are you? And he's like Why are you out here? Oh, I have to stay wet. <laughs>
2: Well, what better way? I want to get trench <laughs> and dick he's like, in this uh, bog.
0: Okay, but he can also like only see him with a like magical eye. I think so by crossing his eyes at the dentist's office.
1: What? A magic eye. <laughs> oh, oh, <that's> stupid <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at those. Um, well, Nate, you're already at an advanced age. They, they, because they, they,
2: they only make them in black and white in your age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you had to wait for them to invent the sailboat to hide of one. <laughs> I'm trying
0: yeah, so, to like flip through and figure out what the fuck is happening. Oh, that's the word. I you mean, read you it
2: could've... twice and couldn't figure out what happened. You're not going to flip through the third time and figure yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened.
1: <laughs> I think a better way, just take the first letter of every sentence or every paragraph and see if we get a word out of that <laughs> like that. I mean, we'll... at this point,
2: you know, it, it's possible. This that one says. Might work. Could you, oh, no, maybe not. Maybe it's Welsh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to, he then now. goes back home, and he's reading through his comic, which is called The Knockout. But this is clearly uh, one of those old-timey comics where it kind of has, like, clearly just one page. It's a whole booklet, but one page of this thing, and then that thing, and then that Wasn't thing. Wasn't it, like,
1: Beano? Wasn't he reading that? did Isn't that mentioned?
2: Isn't Bino the stuff that you take when you have to fart? What
1: too much. Is that not the Bima? Oh, fuck. What's it called? I think it was. Yeah, the knockout was. What's it? Oh called? yes, uh,
0: <laughs> knockout Beano. was the best comic. Better than the Beano or the Dandy because it had daft ideas. Daft is I, a very common word in this book. Yeah, this
1: book is fucking daft. Daft stunk. Um, <laughs> the Beano is a British anthology series. Oh, look, look, it started in 1938. Because that's on the cover of that stupid fucking Clapton album. Like one of the Yardbird albums or something like that, or the Mail and the Bluesbreakers albums. Take uh, a word for it. There's a, it's, yeah, Bluesbreakers Eric Clapton album is often called the Beano album because it's a Ford douchebag sitting there and Eric Clapton is reading an issue of Beano and hating Jamaicans.
2: Not, that's not fair. He hates almost all black people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Except unless they could, unless he could rip off their music, they are yeah. useless to him. <laughs>
0: Okay, so he likes The Knockout because it has his favorite comic which is called Stonehenge Kit, the ancient Brit who was always fighting Wizzy the Wicked Wizard and his chums, the Brit Bashers. And it's really just sort of some like like slapstick thing where they like chase each other around. That seems to be all that happens, but as Joe is reading the comic, Stonehenge Kit literally jumps out into real life, into the like the real world, or you know what counts for like the real Roger world Rabbit. in this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, does a does a Roger Rabbit, and Danny's like, we've I, you've got to hide me, you've got to let me, got to let me go. Uh, Her after me. And I so didn't know he,
1: she was sixteen. <laughs> 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 uh, and then <laughs> Eric Clapton's coming <laughs> to watch my kid <laughs> Help He's you know, just playing those shitty songs of Babyface <laughs> The only baby he likes uh.
0: <laughs> Okay, guys, help me out What happens next? I don't I don't know. fucking
1: know, dude okay,
0: By so, the time I got to end of the
2: book, I, my first thought was What?
0: So anyway, Kit, the ancient <sighs> Brit, jumps out of the comic into the real world And is being chased by Fucking Whizzy the guy the who's chasing him, whoever he is. And then, they, and, then, and then they sort of like run away. They like scurry away. And apparently they literally, when they speak, Joe actually sees like word bubbles. He actually like sees that. He's like, huh, that's weird. And then after that, his comic is actually like blank. The panels are just empty. There's just like the end there. of
1: Take On Me. It is like that. Yeah, he comes, he bursts into the world there from the
2: comic. And, and he's not writing anymore. And he's very handsome.
0: And then, fucking Trigal Walker comes back, and it's like, "Hey!" And Joe's like, "Hey, what the fuck is going on?" And he's like, "I'm going to explain it to you, but in like nonsense words." In the one chapter in this book that makes any amount of sense, it, he sp- explains in nonsense words, which is which is common to also uh, sort of. Th- this is. Neil Gaiman thing, where the magical person, the person whose job it is to sh- is to shepherd the normal person through the magical realm, doesn't ever explain it, or explains it in really stupid way that doesn't make any sense. This one kind of made sense, unless I'm thinking of a different chapter. Well, I mean, or... this is in the be- uh, this is in the beginning, and is he's it? like, but he points out that the Latin that the the jumbled letters are actually Latin words in two. Catalytic hexameters, which is a so, thing. That's the thing
1: you sell that, at the bottom of cars for. Uh, it's a converter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a hexameter where the second verse is short a syllable, like in case you ever gave a fuck.
0: So it it's you like it, It's like it's in seven eight, where it's yeah, just sort it's, of it's, like it's like Prague poetry.
1: <laughs> Every yes song is written like it's poetry <laughs> for even bigger nerds. Stunt poetry. We <laughs> make it. Miss a syllable
0: <laughs> Math poetry
1: Oh, man Oh, no Also, is this around the time when, like, Thin Amren is wandering around out of the bog? Everything just kind of goes with the rails I gotta say, this alternate dimension that he sees into, seems like a really
2: shitty place It's just kind of It a seems pretty terrible, it's just like, Northern England, but with old bog dicks hanging out
0: Yeah and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tree, uh, Thin Amren comes by and he's like, Treacle Walker, that asshole, you've been talking yeah. to him? <laughs> Fuck (laughs) him, but he says it in my bog dick. (laughs) Stinks, but he says it in a different way. (laughs) What sees is seen. I'll tell you more. What out is in. What's in is out. Don't wear the clout. There, aren't I the poet? There's a darling rhyme. Don't you know it?
2: It's all like they're speaking in that fucking British Cockney rhyming slang, but everyone is also speaking Greek and rhyming with that. (laughs) Oh,
1: I don't think we got this
2: book Uh, No, I think anyone who says they got this book is a fucking liar I
1: don't think Alan Garn I think he says he's he's not, I don't have much time left This is his poopity scoop Fuck you, we're all, I'm gonna fuck them He's scooping our poop (laughs) Can't wait, can't wait to hear it But there's something like, I do remember this I don't remember fucking much, but I know that the bum guy, the bog guy Hanging brain, and he's like, why aren't you in the bog? Because he can't, earlier he said he can't leave the bog because he has to stay wet. He's like a, like a house plant or something. But he has to stay <laughs> moist. He's a mangrove. Oh. <laughs> but now he's man-mang-roving around, <laughs> and he shouldn't be. And it's like something to do with the fact that Treacle Walker got Joe to play his bone flute. <laughs> Which is is really not a a euphemism (laughs) actually (laughs) is (laughs) bone flute Hey, you want to play my bone flute? (laughs) You want to blow something? How about my bone flute? (laughs) 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 Don't forget to handle my donkey stones down there (laughs) (laughs) How the fuck did he get away with writing this shit? I hope this is the last year of the book And they're like, you know what? Let's just fucking ruin it. Let's make this to find the worst book. This is a grand conspiracy. How about the one where they play the kid's bone flute? <laughs> a kid plays a bum's bone flute and gets the naked bum, bum free. <laughs> But that's, that's what happened. I remember this. Like, I guess I think like, I understand that. It's like instead of kissing that. a
2: frog to turn into a prince, you got to blow the bog bum <laughs> to set him free. <laughs> you,
0: gotta, you just got to blow a children's
2: his bone book. flute. <laughs> what kind of message is this, is this book sending to the children who read it? <laughs> if you see a guy in the bog, definitely play his bone flute so that he can be free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I remember that happened, and I don't know why or what it meant, but I yeah, also it, remember... It
2: suddenly became unrepressed. <laughs>
1: There was a part also where he goes through, like, seven layers of mirrors. It's a burrito. Um, it, it, he <laughs> yeah, it, it goes, like, to his house. Or he finds, like, footprints. He goes are, in the like, house, silver. and he goes the
2: mirror, and then he has the stone, the magic stone that he lets him see things, and he, like, puts it in his hand, because he's trying to break the mirror, but he can't, and he pushes his stone through the hand, stone through the mirror, and he falls through the mirror, and now he's in the alternate world. And he's like, fuck, and then he gets back somehow.
1: But he goes through, he keeps going through mirrors until the. Yeah, he goes through
0: multiple times, goes back and forth. So when he goes to the mirror the first time, he notices that everything is backwards. It's like everything is on the other side of the room. The stairs go the wrong side. The actual, like, even empty panels of the comic book are, like, backwards. Shit's all wrong. And like, he's like, he's literally in mirror. He's in mirror land. And then he, like, goes back through. But then he goes back through again. And he does this, like, eight or nine times until finally he comes to an end. Where he sees Stonehenge Kit running after him, but then he like holds the comic book up to the mirror and then all the comic characters jump back in the comic. Just like an uh aha. It's a reverse uh
1: aha. It's
0: an (laughs) uh (laughs) aha. And then uh, Uh he and (laughs) Treacle Walker go out to the bog and he's like cut five branches. And then they rebury the bog man in the bog.
1: But he's asked a bunch of specific questions, like what kind of branches, like how long we talk. And he's like, pretty big. They're like, what if I can only find little ones? Like, that's fine too, I guess. So like, <laughs> <laughs> that happens. They're like, we got to rebury the bog man now. And you're like, doing oh, sure. his bone flute again? Like, no, you never actually had to do that. He just, he just asked you to.
0: <laughs> you
2: like, that God, was you got, not, you didn't uh, need to do that. That was not part of the plan, kid. Um, you might need to talk to someone about that later.
1: That's like the that was a, a old Louis C K bit about going to hell, and that's this like big fear. He's gonna go to hell, and like a demon's gonna come like, hey, I suck my dick. And he's like, oh, fucking blowing a demon. Now this this is the worst. And then afterwards, like the the hell's matriarch D is like, why did you do that? You didn't have to blow that demon. Like that was, <laughs> you're gonna blow plenty of demons. Like that one wasn't one of them, though. <laughs> like how do you know which one you're supposed to blow? <laughs> that's truly the hell is not knowing. <laughs> You only find it after you suck the dick, and they're like, nope, not that one.
0: <laughs> oh, but it was so boggy. Uh, so so this is where Treacle Walker says, I heal all things save jealousy. Can you heal my eyes? And he's like, but I already did. I already gave you that thing in the beginning that give you the glamoury, which is that thing in the beginning that makes one of your eyes magic. Isn't having one eye that can see magic better than just being... Normal, you idiot. That's basically what he's trying to say. He says, "I can give you back your blindness," which is like, "Yeah, all right." And then, so then they 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 bury the bog guy (laughs) back in the bog. (laughs) They literally like (laughs) shove him down in the bog and use the sticks to stab him
2: with the branches, like through the neck. No, I think no,
0: no. They like cover him up. They put it. They like. I thought they stabbed him. Put the branches down like sideways to hold him down because they're just trying to like hold him down, down like
1: in *Gulliver's Bug. Travels* with the giant guy when he's in the midget <laughs> land. Yeah,
0: I think I did Jokes think they them. stabbed him the first it. time. Liked it. But <laughs> second time I read it, I was like, no, I think that's not it. And then at the very end, Treacle Walker says, "Like, hey, so what is it you want? Oh, what is it you want for you? What is you want most for you? Not some wazak else. No, no, never. I sold Apple. Ask that of me." And then he says, uh, to have no morrow and no yesterday, to be free of years. And so Joe, and Joe says, okay, go ahead, go ahead and disappear, and I'll be the new treacle walker, and I will, like, take over your cart, and I'll be the new rag, rag and bone man, passing out donkey stones, and then the end. And there's about a thousand things we didn't talk
2: about. We'll always have the bog. (laughs)
1: And, can't get this taste out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, and, so
2: that was a book that we read allegedly.
1: I, I spent more time trying to find people who could explain this book to me online than it took to read it. It's never a good sign. I, I and, and I never got a good explanation. I
0: didn't either. I didn't either. I looked on YouTube. I looked on like the the intern, just the inter, internet articles, and I really didn't find anything that's like. Here is what this is about. Here, let me explain to you what is what this is. Though I did see things I disagree with. Like for instance, like, this Guardian this book is good. <laughs> they all say how much they love it. It's like the reason it's the Emperor's book of a lifetime. lifetime.
2: Shit, I don't know.
0: You know, it, uh, largely because I feel like it is. It contains the best of each of Garner's worlds: the magic of his children's fiction and the emotional and philosophical complexity of his adult work. Like, you no, know, I, I, I think that the story,
2: if if it is what we think it is. It's it's a good story. It's an interesting, like, fairy tale kind of thing. It's just written in such a fucking unintelligible way that you don't understand what's going on. There's nothing wrong with the story. It's just executed in such a weird fucking way that it's like, why bother doing this?
0: One said it's based on some, like, Welsh, like, folk tale, but then he said he didn't know which one. So I'm like, "Uh, okay, great. So maybe that's not true. Also, this (laughs) article, which tries to say what it's about. Uh time is ignorance reads the book books epigraph from Carlo Rivoli, who is actually a physicist. And so a different article said that this is actually about quantum mechanics. I was like, uh maybe. Fuck, uh sure. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say no. Or I'm <laughs> gonna say <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it's an English major's understanding of quantum mechanics. So it's like a, not really. It's a stringing them along theory. That sounds like the joke.
2: Article I read about how Britney Spears' work "Bitch" is a uh, commentary on the on the status of the proletariat during the French Revolution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: but like, this, sure,
1: I guess <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, but, read that there, but it's not there.
0: This Guardian review says uh, the novel is essentially a response to this idea that time is ignorance. Seeking to ask how we would experience the world if we were able to step out of the straitjacket of time. It has nothing to do with time? No, fuck no. He's wrong. I'm sorry. It's not about time. It Might no. be about don't, space. Don't be sorry. It might be. Oh, you're right. There you go. Yeah, fuck him. It might be about <laughs> s- space. <laughs> it is not about space, time. Sure, though. yeah, it's, sure. Because nothing to do with time. Time is like very f- fluid and very like weird. It's a big ball in this of timey book.
1: wimey stuff. So I found this article. Also, I read that I read those Guardian headlines. I didn't read the articles because once they said it's good, not an I article that uh,
2: children blowing dudes in bogs are up since this book <laughs> came out.
1: <laughs> but I found this lengthy article in um, Strange Horizons, which not is not a, a girthy a, article. Uh, it's veiny. I uh, mean, <laughs> it's not thin. It's <laughs> not a thin amaranth, but it's it's part of the article referenced specifically the other like reviews. And it's you know there's two summaries that are given because a lot of book reviews they don't want to tell you what happens because then you won't read the book I guess. Mm. Um, so this is, these are two summaries. One is Treacle Walker, the man, not the end of the book title I guess, but the man they're talking about is a rag and bone man who isn't what he seems. A man who emerges occasionally from a marsh and an unlovely boy called Joe who is obsessed with comics Oof, and sees unlovely things. Unlovely boy, he shouldn't. That's, that's a very, sad... Very British. <laughs> it's so, a bit uh, of an uggo. And the nut- other article is, Treacle Walker is a peculiar book featuring young Joseph Kopak, a boy with eye trouble who seems to live alone in an old house <laughs> and who is befriended by the rag and bone man of the title. Walker is an eccentric spiritual guide and reality soon starts to wobble as comic strips come to life and the letters of an eye test spell out an alchemical formula in Latin. The story itself is none the worse for feeling curiously outdated like a children's book from yesteryear. So both those summaries in this other article, he was like, none of that's wrong, but it misses the point. And then I'm like, well, what's the point? And, he, and then he waxed forever to try to get to what the point was. But this article is like, you really need to see this in the context of all of his books. And you need to know all of those works because there's so many like references and allusions and, you know, just straight up recurring characters or, or think motifs. And this is like the you know last thing he might do, and if that 's the case, fuck that that 's stupid that's that 's obnoxious to make that your book one so thing that,
0: I, yeah, one thing I saw was speculation that this is could be more of a like you know lifetime lifetime achievement achievement award kind of thing it's yeah. not it wouldn 't necessarily be just for this if he got the award it wouldn 't necessarily just be for this book it would be for his whole like lifetime of work. Which a lot of people seem to like, I guess. You know, I'm curious.
1: He's a bizarre guy. Uh, from reading this, I I want to read what do you mean? the uh, like. It's just weird ideas. Oh, and if, like if, he's like, not like himself. Oh, I, himself? No, no. I mean, like a bizarre, like mind. I should okay. have said. Like maybe if he's blown dudes in bogs, he might have some issues. But I would like to read. As he has these like beloved children's ch- chapter books, so. Are they also gibberish? Like The
0: Owl Service, apparently, is a pretty famous one. That's uh, from, like, 1967 or something like that. There's The Stone
1: Book, and then there's uh, another series. The Weird Stone of Brisingamen or something like that. Um, But they're very... You know, people love those books. I'd be willing to read one just to see what they're like, because I love children's fantasy books. Like, that's, like... The only that, that's what got, like, got me to read as a kid, basically. So if they're good, I would I would enjoy them now. I Don't have to be a kid, especially if he's a little more out there. But yeah, the, the story is, is
2: fine. It's just the way this book is written is unintelligible.
1: But I think that, yeah, I, I think that's not fair to make something that is like impossible to understand <laughs> unless you've read every one of his other books, or you really think even if I read his other books, this still would have been difficult to just to parse. Yeah, because there's all it's it's just you know pick a random page. Yeah, there's just... it could have been. It's the kind of book where you could have you could move the chapters into any order and it would still make the same amount of sense.
0: <laughs>
1: it doesn't help that it ends at the beginning again, like Treacle Walker back looking for rags and donkey stones.
0: I mean, that's not quite true. It does have an actual, like, story arc that he has to go through and, you know, and now Joe is, complete the is quest the and sort of, I guess. I mean, because he's got to put the comics back where they're supposed to go, and then he's got to, like, take care of the Bogman, and then he's got to, like, take over Treacle's job. But that's not really explained why or how. I mean, I yeah. guess why getting the, the comics back to where they're back in the comics and not running around free in the world I guess that at least makes sense. Because, you know, obviously, I want to read what happens. I don't want them running around in my house. But the other stuff, like, why? Why did that have to happen? It's liter- it's just not explained. Not that I wanted the book to be longer, exactly. But just give me a little bit more. Like, why? Why all this?
1: So, his most famous shit is as a children's writer. But the man bristled at that... Um, you know, being called the children's author, like I Roald found, Dahl, kind of, yeah. And I found this quote, and this is, this is probably similar to Roald Dahl's sentiments. It's just a little less about the Jews here. Because <laughs> um, I have, you know, he's like I have lots of messages and letters from readers over the years, and the message is very clear and unwavering. This is the quote: the message is clear and unwavering. Readers under the age of eighteen read what I write with more passion, understanding, and clarity of perception than do adults. Adults bog down, claim that I am difficult obscurantist willful and sometimes simply trying to confuse i'm not i'm just trying to get the simple story simply told i didn't consciously set out to write for children but somehow i connect with them i think that's something to do with my psychopathology and i'm not equipped to evaluate it now he said this like 30 years ago but one of the critics was like i'm not sure who this treacle walker book is for this is for kids or adults so maybe there's some element of that too and we are not we are certainly older than 18 Otherwise we twenty one because we could drink these beers, um but I don't think any unless the like the most precocious dedicated child is going to read this and understand it, no, or unless it's like the kind of thing where kids will just read books over and over again, like when they become like really fixated on something that they'll
0: do it over and over again and then then you'll get it but i i just
1: i don't get it. I don't think this is for kids either
0: I don't think this is the kind of thing I would have liked when I was a kid, not that his other books maybe aren't aren't better for kids because i'm not sure this was written for kids but i don't feel like this is was oh, so confusing it's just like nonsense words <laughs> and once yeah. i actually looked up what a donkey stone is i'm like oh that's an actual thing that's not just a word he's saying and what is it again <laughs> it's some it's almost like chalk except not really what you what it's for is for uh, you rub it on this, on a step And you make it white You make it lighter in color So you don't like trip on the step I guess yes you can see it better I, I, I guess I don't know Or maybe it's just like makes it look cleaner
1: There's actually a donkey stone brewery In, in the UK I Should reach out to them
0: <laughs>
1: So they could. say who are you uh,
0: But
1: <laughs> You do what <laughs> I wonder if their beers are made with real donkey I hope so
0: So, okay, as far as, like, Booker winners go, I mean, not that this has won yet or anything, but the one thing that this does have, which a lot of recent Booker winners have in common, is this is written in a very unique way. Unique, different, maybe you could call it experimental, different kind of way.
1: It's got that in spades, but in terms of, like, all the other things that make a Booker winner, like, timely or topicalness... Or being fucking just good.
0: (laughs) It it lacks there, doesn't it? I mean, some people would say this is good. Clearly a bunch of people are. Though you always have to wonder if people are just saying it's good because they think everyone else is going to say it's good. So I need to say it's good.
1: Uh, I think I've had enough beers to say that this might contain donkey stones, but this book is ass. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I didn't like it. And I don't want to work that hard. It's an interesting story, I suppose, but the book is. But I shouldn't have to have it explained to me. Yeah, I can understand. Later miss- on. I am. I know that you can go back through probably every episode of this podcast, and I have missed ma- things, symbols, and maybe even entire you know meanings of books. But at least I understood the plot, and and here I have. I got nothing. I got the, that. Just getting that little bit of plot, like you guys explain more plot. Then I understood
0: reading it. I had to read it twice. And uh, like you, I also did not want to have to work this hard. I really was like getting like angry reading (laughs) it the first time. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I'm more like angry at myself for not getting it. But it's like, well, what the fuck is this? And then so I'm like, I gotta, if if we weren't doing it for the podcast, I would have just. Oh, finished. Yeah. I would not have finished this, even how short it is. I just would not have finished it. But I also, yeah, even definitely. if I had finished it, would have gone, well, one star and <laughs> not ever thought about it again. But having read it, the, uh, read it through a second time, I'm like, okay, at least I have some sense of what's happening in the plot. I don't know why or what it means or what the message is, but at least I have something. So at least you know, there was that, and it wasn't as frustrating the second time. Maybe I need to read it three or four more times, and I'll get what he was trying I to say. I don't think you should do that. No. And is it good if you have to read it that much just to have a clue about what it's about? Does that make it good? It reminded
1: me, do you know that... Uh, like. I could have believed if you had told me this was this was generated by like an AI that just read a bunch of like fortune cookies. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And it reminded me of, um, do you know, the, do you know the book, The Policeman's Beard is Half Constructed? <laughs> it's it's the first book written by an AI. It's like in the 80s, and that's one of the poems. <laughs> the Policeman's Beard is Half Constructed. <laughs> I'll send it to you should read. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> but you read that and You're like These words kind of make sense But I don't know where this What any of this all means That's what I felt like in this book It's just total Total gibberish
0: You know It reminded me the most of Neuromancer I could see that yeah. It really like That has That it's Of course Neuromancer is about something Absolutely 100% different But It's feel of just like I have no fucking idea What's happening Because it's all like Nonsense words and weird plot things that aren't explained that's what this is like it's like neuromancer which i also didn't like oh there you (laughs) go and there were no space jamaicans in this one we don't know that good we true
1: we don't really know anything do we
0: (laughs) oh no all right well who should read this book then not unless you've read his other books that's if what I would say. If you read his other books and understood them, then you'll probably, at least from what I can tell by other reviews, probably like this. But if you're not British and not read or not Welsh and not read any of his other stuff or know who, anything about who this guy is, I think you're not going to like it.
1: It's unfortunate that this is a purely auditory or audio podcast because you cannot see how vigorously Nate shook his head no when I asked that <laughs> question. <laughs> Who should read this? And it was like, I could almost see his cheeks moving. It's, no. <laughs> it's fucking no one. Never again. But I'd agree. I agree 100% Nate. Yeah, fuck this. What are you guys going to say if this wins? Donkey stones. <laughs> <laughs> like, have we just... Have we... Well this better pre- than blowing
2: a homeless guy in a bog,
1: <laughs> but will, will that just show that we spent the last five years on this podcast being wrong, like if this wins like, yes you know, we're just idiots, then I mean yeah. I, don't, I don't doubt that theory, but fuck, this is terrible.
2: We'll change the name to three dumbasses talking about <laughs> stuff they don't understand
1: I but think we're, that's we're pretty
0: It's pretty close to <laughs> <of> the title. <laughs> What are people expecting?
1: Well, I guess... um, If it wins... (laughs)
0: If it wins, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at
1: drunkeyesbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkeyesbookclub. And if you listen this long and you understand anything, you understand that you can support us at Patreon, uh, at patreon.com slash drunkeyesbookclub, or help us out by leaving us a review, or um, you know just telling your friends to check it out, or tell the guy you blew in the bog to check it out.
2: And you can also join us on Goodreads
0: and talk about this and why it sucks or not. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.